Wow, we're back after maybe like, I don't even know, like seven, seven-ish weeks without a new podcast episode out. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason for a lot of things that happen on during this world. But I just wanted to get back on the mic and I wanted to kind of get my groove back. Kind of wanted to sit down and chit-chat a little bit, kind of update the people where the podcast has been and where it's going to go. So... Obviously, if you clicked on that notification that Apple Podcast gives you, be sure to subscribe there. It helps us a lot. Be sure to uh, follow us on Spotify. helps me a lot. Um, we have a new cover. Yeah, yeah. Sains Media really hooked it up. Uh, I'll tag them below in this clip. But, um, yeah, we got a new cover. I'm super, super happy about that cover. New location. Uh, we got a set, kind of going on here uh, super grateful for that and um new 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 city we're in a new city and we've been i've been gone most of the summer uh i was on vacation that was cool literally took summer break seriously and just dropped everything and went on vacation so but now we're back now we're getting back into the podcast things of it um moving forward solo podcast so, no more co-host. Uh, shout out to you, Valdez Don. Appreciate your time on the show. But um, we're heading in different directions. Um, still buddies. But, yeah, I'm excited to see where the podcast goes. I'm going to try to tackle it for a little bit uh, by myself to see if I can push out 30 to 40 minutes worth of podcasts every week and be proud of the work I put out. But that's my own personal challenge. I'm excited for it because obviously if it's not challenging me, then it's not worth doing. Um, and I love podcasting. I just love being in front of the mic. So I'm excited to take the show in a different direction. I want to start getting in guests again, um, but that's a, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, I guess. Um, we're going to have the same music still because I fucking love the podcast song. It's a... Uh, a real good vibe, but I feel like this this podcast cover that we got right now kind of is the same thing as the old one, but more modernized, more more kind of fitting the vibe that it should be, as opposed to what the last cover used to be, which was nice and all, but like I really, really, really like this cover and I'm really excited to roll it out now in this kind of new era of idol talk. So it's just me. Occasionally I'm going to grab my phone. Well, occasionally I'm going to go FaceTime somebody, have them on the show via FaceTime. But that will be something fun to play with. Um, maybe I'll catch some people off guard. Maybe I'll you know, let them know beforehand. Who knows? I don't really know. kind of want to bug my friends in that way. kind of want to see, like, catch them off guard, catch them while they're doing something, maybe out and about. You know, I'm not going to ask them anything crazy, but... You know, if I need another opinion on something, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll ring, I'll phone a friend, as they say. Um, so I got back, like literally, like August twenty eighth. I was back in New York. Uh, August 29th, I was back here in Baltimore. So you know, quick turnaround. Uh, September's already here. New month. It's almost, it's fucking fall, I guess. Um, even though t- technically it's not, but like September comes and like it's fall weather now. Um, and I prefer fall just because it's cooler, but not cold, you know. Like I'd rather be cold and hot, but 
it's like a it's like a good temp and i really enjoy that you know exterior atmospheric temperature um so fall is right around the corner like you know what that means halloween's coming up every bad bitch's favorite holiday um and then after that it's thanksgiving and then christmas and then fuck it's 2022 and then you look back on it and then you feel like you haven't done anything in 2021 um so now it's kind of like looking forward like what am i gonna do in 2022 um it's fucking September and I'm already thinking about 2022. And um, I think that's something I do often where it's like whenever it hits close to the new year, I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do next year? What am I going to do for the next year? Da, 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 da. But meanwhile, I have September, October, November, December. I have a solid three, four months ahead of me. And, you know, I should start utilizing that better. Instead of using those months to think of the next 12 I'm going to have, I should be really focusing on the three or four that I have in front of me. So that's something that I'm working on. I'm working through that. Hopefully, I'm doing a good job at it. I don't know yet. Um, But yeah, I mean, September's here. Do I usually do anything exciting in the fall? Not really. I usually go to school, but I'm not in school anymore. Officially, I'm still a Georgetown student, so congratulations to me. Still excited I did that. Uh, But I took a leave of absence, and it was supposed to last until this fall semester. But uh, I didn't get the paperwork in on time. I literally was like, hey, I know class starts tomorrow, but can I register? And they were like, no. So I'm coming back in the spring. I think it's the completionist in me that, that wants to finish um, my master's degree, but I did the first year and I did really fucking good. Like, like let me explain. Like middle school, did I? You know, high school, I also did okay. It wasn't the best. wasn't the worst. It was like top twenty and probably like nineteen in that sense. But like in college, I just been fucking doing it really well. Like I would make connections with the professors and they were more lenient with me than the average student. Um, So I feel like when I got to Georgetown, I was like, oh shit, it's about to be really hard because I went to a small Sunni school, um, a little tight niche program. Um, Everybody knew each other. Everybody's pretty much friends with each other. There was really no beefing in the program. But um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Georgetown. Um, So I went to Georgetown. I thought it was going to be complicated and harder than undergrad um but it was easy to me like the work the communication with classmates and professors like and it was during pan during a pandemic my classes were online but they were designed to be online so that's what made it easier for me i guess i had to think to myself did i prepare myself for this with undergrad like did i actually prepare myself for grad school did I actually learn something from undergrad? And I, was, and I thought about that for like hours. I was like, holy shit. I was like, literally first semester was during the summer. Peak pandemic, summer road trip. Moving to different states like every couple days. like, And I got, I got on the dean's list that semester. So that was pretty interesting. I didn't even know I was on the dean's list until I checked to go back into the program to return from my leave of absence. I was like, oh shit. I was on the dean's list. Holy fuck. So that was surprising. 
at that um, second semester I did in the fall. It was still a good semester. Didn't make the dean's list, though, by, like, one point. So I was, like, at 3.4. I was at 3.5 and above. But um, still, pretty good GPA. Had pretty good relationships with my professors. I participated in class, you know, as you should at any school, really. Discussion boards were annoying. That was the most annoying part of it, you know, doing discussion boards. Like, I hate discussion boards. Like, I have to hit 150 words every day, and um, that sucked. I don't want to force think words. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense, but, like, I just hate, like, trying to come up with words and try to come up with, like, if I can say a sentence in, like, six words, why do I need to make it 12? I don't know. That's just me, though. But, um, so we'll be returning to Georgetown in the spring. But, um, yeah, Georgetown in the spring. So fall is interesting because I have nothing to do in the fall. I have no sort of major events going on in the fall besides the holidays. So fall, I probably should be using this time to kind of get small things done. So for the podcast or TikTok, for reels, for streaming, for all that kind of stuff. I should be getting these small, like, little details done. Like, finding, you know, proper lighting. I mean, I think this is pretty good lighting right now. Outside is helping me a lot. But, like, artificial lighting will probably be good. More soundproofing for the room. It'll probably be good. Um, but the only thing I hate about soundproofing is that it's expensive. And um, it's annoying to do. But um, finding proper ventilation... I mean, I have a fan, I have an AC in here, but, like, the windows don't stay propped up, so I gotta prop up in a window, but then that leads to bugs coming in, and then who the fuck likes bugs in their room? Not me, my room slash studio slash casual hangout area. Um, but yeah, I gotta work on the small things, kind of refining my space, making it work as I kind of want it to, and so that's exciting. Because I have my own space to play with. I feel like I'm in the fucking Sims. I'm like, oh, I'm moving this there, moving this here. I've literally moved this entire room over and over and over like 12 times since I've been in here. Which is exciting. I've taken out furniture, put in furniture, taken out chairs, t- put in chairs, tables, chairs, tables, chairs, desks. You know, this Ikea desk right here. Love this Ikea tabletop. Cost me like $45 just for the tabletop. I got the- It's propped on like... Two like four IKEA bedside tables that were here, and originally I made them like a shelf, like so I propped all four on top of each other. But then I was like, could this hold up my tabletop? It was a little bit bigger than the actual tabletop surface, so I plopped it together. I was like, oh shit, for forty four dollars, I have a fucking standing up desk, and it's pretty awesome. And um, I got some old bar stools from this house too. I'm sitting on one right now, which is awesome, convenient, um, not conveniently comfortable for the long term but we'll get there we'll you know we'll update the setup as it needs to be but i'm excited to have a place where i can have my own things in the ways i want them to be like if i want like if i want my knickknacks like my little collectibles that i have over there on that shelf have a shelf back there like i finally have a place to spread them out instead of just keeping them like in a box or you know like in like a basket I'm like that's cool and all at the end of the day but it's it's exciting to finally have a space to kind of let myself be free in and 
that's great. Like that's the best part of life as you as you keep progressing through it. Like you keep moving forward and you keep unlocking different things for yourself. I want to say because yeah, I play video games, so unlocking is the best term terminology I can think of at the moment. But yeah, that was an interesting part of this year. I guess you know how I panic think into what I'm going to do next year. Let's rewind and kind of see what we did this year so far. Like, we did another road trip. Not as big as last summer's road trip, but still a road trip. Like, down the East Coast this time. And it was fun. Like, I have an amazing car. I have a 2019 Honda CRV. I got it, drove it off the lot with like one mile on it. And that was me doing a test drive. So, got a new car. And I was in a position to go on a road trip last summer put some miles into it, come back, do my thing, do whatever I needed to do. And then this summer again, kind of before the summer, like a pre-summer road trip, I went, I came down here to Baltimore to explore, to see what the area was like. Loved it here. I loved the atmosphere. Loved the neighborhood and the parks that's around me. Um, it reminds me of a book that I was reading. And the, the lady said she lived in a, a house but she lived in the garage of a house. She rented a garage and lived there because she wanted to be in the environment that she wanted to be in the most. You know, for now, for now it was in a garage, but then eventually it would become her own house. And I kind of feel like I did that subconsciously here. I'm not renting a garage, but like I'm in the environment I want to be in and it's in a good spot. I'm in a good room. Like the house is beautiful as fuck. And this is the environment I want to be in. So now it's kind of just, this is my stepping stone. This is my garage until I have my own house. So I'm excited for the things that are to come. I'm excited for the collaborations I'm going to pursue. Like, I don't know. I don't have anybody on the table just yet, but like, I'm excited to the fact that like, if I do get in-person collabs and in-person interviews that like, I have a space to bring them back to like, Hey, this is my studio slash casual hangout slash room. Like, I'm excited for the things to come for the show. Like, we grew on TikTok based off one clip. And I've always told people, I was like, if you're on TikTok, you can post like 100, 200 videos and nothing happens, right? But it all takes is one video. So let's say you get your 204th video and then that blows up. All of a sudden, all that's worth it, right? Because... Now you've blown up. Now you're getting comments. Now you're getting likes. Now you're getting follows. Like I have a two hundred and like nineteen thousand viewed video, and I got three hundred and fifty two followers from it. Like that's insane. Like that conversion right now is very little, um, but it's exciting, right? Because a lot of a lot of people might say, "Oh, that's not that good." That conversion rate, da 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 da. But like for me, it's like wow, a lot of these people like that clip and I hope they like what's to come because I'm going to keep posting it no matter if it blows up or not. But at the end of the day, I'm happy with all that traffic and exposure and it kind of, it's like a little kickstart in case you're ever feeling like you're doubting yourself or I'm doubting myself at some point. I just go back and like, remember, like keep going because you never know which clip is going to be the one to blow up. And it might not even be the one that you thought was a clip. But um, 
<laughs> it was funny because it was the clip about the TV volume about which one like what volume level was too high or too low and that just that was just a regular conversation that I didn't really think was going to be too funny but yeah it's it's the ones that you sometimes don't think are going to do numbers that do and it's just important like taking the time out to clip the, those those clips like recording the video going back syncing up the audio syncing up the audio and then like putting it together clipping it you know are you gonna clip everything should you clip everything those are like the kind of thoughts that i have in my mind and eventually i do i I eventually end up just making the entire episode clips and then i go through 25 to 30 clips and then see okay is this one funny is this one funny is this one funny and um i just take a chance and i eyeball it basically and if it does good then i'm happy if it does bad then it's it's a learning experience i don't I'm not going to be like, oh, shit, that wasn't funny or that was bad, blah, blah, blah. No, I just I just love what I do, pretty much. I love podcasting, and I think this is the route I want to take when it comes to social media is the, the podcasting stuff. I just love to do it. I love the entire process. I love figuring out what I'm going to say, even though, I'll be honest with you, this episode, don't know where it's going, to be honest. We're about 20 minutes in-ish, but I don't know. Where I'm going to go with this. I'm just talking. I'm just trying to figure out what to say. So do I plan more episodes than before? Like like actually plan them so I can kind of have a train of thought of where to go? Or do I keep doing these off the rip? Like eventually <laughs> the episode title is going to be what I think is key points of the episode pretty much. Um, again, learning experience, trying to get back to my groove. So little bit of new things. We have a YouTube channel now um, where the full video is going to be every week. We're going to keep, I'm going to keep uploading on Tuesdays. Um, I love Tuesday as an upload day. I think it's a, it's a good spot for podcasts and hopefully you check us out every Tuesday. Um, So yeah, YouTube channel, new logo slash cover art for the podcast, same music, um, same vibes kind of, but you know, just one, not two. Um, now let's talk about my summer vacation because I got to go to Mexico again, and I feel like I've been there for so long. This like twenty twenty one slash twenty twenty. Like I was there for a bit, um, but this time I got to go with my sister, and it was interesting because that was our first time being there, and off rip airplane. <laughs> since touching down in Mexico um she didn't really like the airplane ride which was funny like I got used I get used to the airplane rides it's like whatever for me but like it's interesting seeing the perspective of a first time flyer first time traveler so we went and then immediately her luggage got lost off the bat so we were only there for 40 days and day zero basically luggage lost in the airport um filed the report didn't get that shit back that day and so we had to go to my grandma's house (laughs) with just my luggage my backpack and just her backpack and so that was unfortunate like that sucked because that's like a first impression it's like you get to a different country and like oh fuck already my shit is lost so that sucked for her and for me because i was trying to like make sure this shit was a good time for everybody and um 
luggage lost that was pretty funny in hindsight that it happened because my mom told me later that she was like what if they lose my luggage as she was like setting things apart she was like i'll bring this because i don't mind if it gets lost or i'll bring that or i'll bring that and my mom kept telling her don't even think like that like just take things you like and don't even think that's gonna get lost because if you do it is and that shit is real because she really said that shit's getting lost and then what happened they lost it so we didn't get her luggage back until 16 days afterwards so we already so we had to go shopping for things we had to go buy all the things that she needed to get like she literally was just there with the clothes on her back and the shit she had in her backpack and thank god i almost told her put your laptop in the in the carry-on because i was like are you gonna handle it and to, to be honest i don't want to carry your laptop and now so never put anything of electronics in your in your um checked-in bag because that's just lazy i think i think just carry this shit like i don't think anybody would have ever recommended saying put your laptop in your check-in bag i don't know why i was fucking recommending that i did it i didn't recommend it i almost did but i didn't but i knew better clearly that's why i didn't do it but i thought it you know sometimes you think shit but you know better and you don't say it out loud because thank god you know better that's that's one of those things so we lost our bag we found it 16 days later we had to go pick it up the airport and then on the way back it was complicated because now i have my shit some of her shit from her old bag in my bag her her new bag i bought her new luggage her new luggage in i bought her new luggage in mexico but she had her new shit and old shit in her new luggage it was a little bit smaller than her old luggage and i weigh my bag like it had to be 15 kilos i put her bag up there that shit barely made it that shit was like 14 something i already knew off the bat i was like damn if that's like 14 my shit is about to be like double that like my shit about to be some 30 shit and so I put my shit on the on the scale. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're over. And I'm looking at the lady. I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you, bitch. I'm not taking nothing out. Like, that's for sure. Like, that shit's already locked. You got to deal with that. That's not on me. And um, I just paid the fee, whatever that shit was. It was like $50 for the fucking overweight fee. But that was annoying. I mean, I hate paying fees. But, like, at the end of the day, I was like, damn, y'all lost my bag. And now y'all want to charge me a fee? That's fucked up. That's fucked up, airline. That I'm not going to mention. Because fuck you. Really shitty experience with them. Never flying them again. See, that's what I hate about spontaneous trips. Because sometimes you get the shitty airline. And it's like... Fuck my life. What did I do in a past life to deserve this? Like... Ah. That's how you got if you If you have a favorite airline. And you fly them often. Like I did. Um... Just fight them again. You know it works. You know, the price. Fuck the price. You know that shit is going to be worth it at the end of the day. So that's my that's my take from this entire thing. This entire shitty airline experience. is like, I knew better. I just thought, hey, it's cheaper. Last minute ticket price. Like, it's cheaper for that scenario. But I should have went with the one I always go to. Like, always. And I'm, I'm not mentioning them either. Just because you're good to me. What the fuck? No. No free clout here. Unless I want to. Unless it's strategic. But. Yeah. It, like. That's my. That's my take from it. If you fly. An airline. And you know it's good. And they treat you well. And you don't have any shitty experiences with them. Just keep flying that airline. Honestly. Like. 
it's tried and true. You know, if you know it works, it works. So, yeah, so we get back here. My fucking shit is overweight. Like, I had to pay $50, but I brought back cool shit. I brought back some candy, Mexican candy. I like I love Mexican candy. Um, except when it's fucking caked with like hot shit. Like like what the fuck, Mexico? What is your deal with adding spice to candy? Candy is not supposed to be hot. Like I shouldn't be sweating like I'm eating soup. Eating your candy. Like don't cake on don't cake on the fucking spicy shit on there like that. Half the time is just fucking spiciness and then it's like a little piece of lollipop and I'm just sitting there like I did all that for this little little piece that I could just bite and then it's over. So that's my issue with Mexican candy. It's too spicy. It's too much spice. Like stop doing that. I hate you, okay? Just kidding. But still, stop making your shit spicy. But I went to Veracruz. That shit was nice. That place was nice. I made friends with somebody with a boat. Like, he would charge you, like, 100 pesos to, like, ride the boat. And it was, like, it was like a little, like, floaty thing attached to the boat. But it was long, so, like, it fit multiple people. But it was just me and my sister all the whole day, basically. And um, he rode us around the fucking ocean. That shit was crazy. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to break really hard. And then you let go. And then he flung us into the ocean. That shit was funny as fuck, but we wore life jackets because, you know, we didn't want to die, and he gave them to you anyway, so I was like, alright, bet, cool, that was fun. So we swam in the ocean, like, for like four days, like, non-stop, we just went to the beach every single day, so that was awesome. Food there, awesome, shrimp, fantastic, like, apparently seafood is their thing in Veracruz, so if you go there eat seafood because that's their thing the shrimp was fucking fantastic even the people that are like walking around the beach they got like a bucket of shrimp and it's like cooked already and he's like you want some you want some shrimp but the thing is you have to do all the work yourself like they devein it obviously but you have to like take off the head take off his little legs take off his butt that butt shell thing and that was interesting for me because I was like I've never done this ever in my life so my uncle had to just, like, do this shit for me. And I was like, thank God you're here because I don't know. I, like, I wasn't doing this shit right. That shit was too hard. Like, but, like I'm on the beach, first of all. I'm, like, sandy. I just want to eat something. But then I have to take off the shrimp head, his little arms, his little tail thing. Like, the arms the hardest part. I was like, what the fuck? Why is this so difficult? This fly in here, or whatever the fuck that is, is fucking bothering me. Um... See, that's why I shouldn't have opened the window, but I want a ventilation. You see, that's the problem. That's the that's the moral dilemma I'm having. And do I kill it? Is it mean if I kill it? Can I kill it? I see it. It's over there now. But back to the shrimp. Shrimp was fantastic. Like, I fucking love shrimp. But, like, that shrimp was top 10 shrimp I've ever had in my life. Maybe, like, top three. That was some good-ass shrimp. And I, and I bought it from some random dude in a bucket who was selling it on the beach. Like... That's how normal that kind of <laughs> behavior is over there. That you could just buy shrimp from a stranger on a beach. Um, but that was cool. Uh, we got to go swimming with sharks. That was crazy because I, I meant it as a joke. I was like, haha, you want to go swimming with sharks? And my sister was like, yes. And I was like, no, no, no. That was a joke. You didn't, you didn't get it from my tone. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, fuck. All right, 
I'm not scared. I'm gonna do it. I ain't no punk. I'm gonna do it. But that shit was fun. We got to feed them with this pole. Like they put like some fish on that shit, and then we just stuck the pole out, and the shark came and went um. With this um, just ate that shit. So it was awesome. Um, fair, but I didn't get to feed a shark. I fed a fish that ate the fish. My sister got to feed the shark because the shark came and ate it. But I, I fed a fish, a fish. So it's a cannibal in that aquarium now, and um, and I'm sorry if that fish eats the other fishes but it was cool because that aquarium was huge like i don't really fuck with aquariums but like it was like a staple of their community that aquarium and people were like proud of their aquarium and i was like okay the people don't hate the aquarium must mean good aquarium so i went to check it out it was awesome they have penguins there but uh you know penguins really anywhere Outside of its natural habitat, I feel like it's not a good time for them. So, if anything, Veracruz, get rid of your penguins. Because every, every, every other fish look happy. Because, you know, fishes are fishes, you know. The sharks look pretty cool. They look well-fed. They had dolphins there. Um, that pool was humongous, too. But, again, throw your dolphins back in the ocean. Like, you shouldn't have dolphins. Um, I went to my grandma's house in, like, rural Mexico. And there was a lady in that neighborhood, basically, and she had a husky. And I was like, why the fuck do you have a husky? It's mad hot. Like, your husky's having a bad time, probably. Who knows? I know I'm not the husky. I wouldn't know. But it was like, the, the I was like, there's a fucking husky here? Like, what the fuck? I have a little dog. I have a dog. I have multiple dogs, but I have one male dog that's, like, shy and shit and scared of everything. And, like, that husky pulled up to him, and then he, like, bent over. Like, he put his head in the ground, but, like, his ass up. Like, he wanted the husky to, like, do stuff. Now I was telling the dog's mom, I was like, yo, go defend your son. And then she came from where my grandma was. She was, like, pretty far. And then she ran up on the husky, and they were like, Arr. So that was pretty funny. But do I have a gay dog? That is the question. I don't know. And how do I ask him? Do I just ask him? He's a dog. He's not going to reply. But... You know, could be. I'm like, why you mounted yourself? Why you let yourself want to get mounted by a husky, huh? And that husky was down. That husky was trying to get on him, and I was like, "Yo, stop, stop! Don't do that to him. He's just a boy. He's like less than a year old, and he was just like, but he's kind of big now because we give him dog food. Apparently, in Mexico, they don't give dogs dog food. You know what they give them? Tortillas." And not even, like, flour or corn tortillas. They give them, like, whole wheat tortillas, which are a different kind of tortilla. They're usually bigger than the small ones, the small corn or flour ones you see. But I'm like, man, that's mad fiber. That's why they're so skinny and they don't grow that much because they're always pooping out that shit they eat for, like, nutritional stuff. So that's, uh, I had to, like, teach my grandma. I'm like, yo, give them dog food. What are you doing? Like, stop. Stop giving them tortillas. And she looked at me like... This is not America. And I was like, technically, this is North America, so you're wrong. So give them dog food. So I, I would have to go buy dog food, like, every week and, like, bring that back, like, 40 pounds of dog food. And I was just like, can you feed them, please? Like, these are your dogs. You give them these this food. And when you run out of food, can you let me know so I could send somebody to buy more food? Because my grandma would be letting me know shit. She'd just be suffering. 
for no reason. I'm like, damn, you need some Pedialyte? Why don't you say so? Why don't you just say that? And then we can bring it to you. Like, I can have somebody pick up my Walmart order. Like, duh. Like, come on, Grandma. Tell me. Tell me you need shit, please. This is your this is your sign. This is your notice to go check on your grandma if your grandma doesn't live with you. Go check on your grandma, please. Because they be needing. They be needing for people to do shit for them and they don't want to tell you. So this is your sign. Check on your grandma. Uh, talk to your grandma. If you don't live with your mom or dad and you have an active relationship with them, you know, hit them up too. Be like, hey, mom, how are you? I got to call my mom up right after this, actually. Rather this corner, I'm gonna call my mom, and that I promise you, I'm gonna call my mom. Um, so yeah, fucking call your mom or your dad or your grandma or your grandpa, you know, if they're still around. You know, take this time, call them. I'll give you a minute. Okay, your minute's over. I want to talk about Donda versus Certified Loverboy. I have very little musical critique experience, but I'm going to say that Certified Loverboy was better than Donda. Um, I think this personal opinions, you know, but I think, um, I just think I like Drake's album better than Kanye's. Uh, I guess I was just tired of Kanye's shit, like his little... Stadium listening parties, blah, blah, blah. Like, shut up. Just drop your shit. Like, come on, please. Like, you've been teasing good music ever since you dropped that Chick-fil-A song. Which, it's Sunday, by the way. Chick-fil-A is closed. So, if you know, you know. Um, but, yeah. Just off, like, my personal opinion. Certified Lover Boy is better than Donda. I was going to FaceTime a couple people and ask them their opinions. But, you know, I just want to keep it on my opinion. And I think it's better. Both do. Are they both good albums, though? Would I say they're good albums? I think they're both okay. I just think Certified Lover Boy is better. And I think that's where I end today's show. I'm going to be like, end it on. Both albums are okay, but I think Certified Lover Boy is a bit better. So that's the new Idol Talk. That's the start of a new era. And I hope you join me along the way. I'm Fernando. Peace.